VR Broncos live. Chat's already lit. You love to see it. It is. No one in the chat has said presenting sponsor DraftKings Sports, mm. but you guys know though, and uh, I also know. Nice. So that's good for me. There's also nobody calling us out for the delay of game. We're on like an oh. eight show late to start streak, <laughs> that is and not, nobody said that anything. is not true. Yes. It's oh, been called out multiple times. It was called out. Oh, no. Yeah. He means yeah. today. Today it has not, but every other day it oh, has. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is like We have officially become just late every Jared day. Jared said he, he did today. Oh, um, it gets cut it, off. It gets cut off. He uh, probably came uh, in right yeah. at 4 o'clock. Hank all uh, confident. Well, no. no. Delay of game no. once again. <laughs> uh, maybe we just need to move. I, I have a theory of how we can fix this. Uh, anyways, we'll talk about that later. The delay of games. How? I'm oh, curious. Yeah. Uh, moving here. your bedroom? We just moved yeah, bets I'm... from 2.15 to 2. There yeah. we go. Oh. It's done. It's done. There we go. But there's a lot of people who watch bets and then come straight to here. So it is thanks true. to you guys. It is true. Uh, okay. Someone in the comments asked, who sings the song? Zach Stevens. Everyone yes, knows that. Thank yes, you, of course. Yep, yep, yep. Who, and I'm a, a proud member of Pleasure Horse. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I legitimately... There's like multiple reddit threads of like wait so is zach the one who sings the broncos <laughs> that intro? is incredible also like a zach stevens show choir superstar right oh uh, yes yes exactly yep. yeah so the theories just grow deeper yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i have been to uh, china and europe for singing wow yeah yeah, yeah. i've never wow. been to either of those places for anything it's about to change that is it about is to change cannot month. wait to see you guys <laughs> in london and just a reminder that we are going to have some more informal meetups in the week mm-hmm. leading up to our big series of events from mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So no matter what, we want to run into you guys uh, mm-hmm. while we're out there. If you live there, if you're going there, um, just make sure you're staying tuned to all of our socials. Stay in tune. You know, hit us up. Like, straight up, you hit me up on Wednesday night and say, what are you guys doing tonight? I'll be like, yeah, we're going this place. We're- also, drinking. send us recommendations <laughs> for what we should try, food, restaurants, oh, places to go. There. I wanted to say this yesterday and I forgot to, but I'm so glad I was just reminded of this. So you know how uh, European soccer teams, they have like chants, not just for like the team, but every player has like a song associated with them. Essentially, they'll take like hmm. a famous song and just change the words of the song to just the player's name and okay. they'll chant. I want some of our European listeners to make those. For the Broncos. Oh. So, like, yeah. Like, um, in, uh, what's the show? Ted Lasso. They do the one for Roy Ken. It's like, he's here. He's there. He's every effing where. Roy Ken. Roy Ken. I was just thinking you could do that instead of Roy Ken. You could just do Josie. Josie. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. You think Josie's the, the one that they're making songs of? Well, everyone gets a song. Everyone? Yeah. All 53? Russell. No, all like 22? All, all 22. Woo. All 11 do it on a well, soccer pitch. If we're doing yeah. 22, we got we to gotta expand it to at least 25 because we got the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week on Let's this go. team, baby. Corliss Waitman. <laughs> Corliss. Corliss. <laughs> he punts it very far. Hopefully not too much. That's good. Thank you. That Thank is you. very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That so is very one's good. down. So there we go. We got one in the books. No, we got two. We got Josie down, too. Oh, yeah. We yep, got, yep, we yep. got Josie. Wow. We and I, like. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna be uh, in the stands with the people, so I'll oh, I'll lead the songs. Oh, oh, oh. Do, do we think that that game? Because none of us have been to an international NFL game. Do we think that game's gonna be rowdy and, and take on the uh, experience of a soccer game? No, yeah, uh, or at I was least say no as well. At least um, not 
before I go in there and change things. Oh, there oh, we wow. go. I'm bringing flares, <laughs> you know, all the stuff. So you will not be going in is what you're saying. No, I'm going yeah, in. Yeah. I'm going in. <laughs> flares, signs, flags. We're going to mm-hmm. have a TIFO, I believe they call it. Oh. So you like unravel like the giant oh, yep, banner. Oh, yep, 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 oh, yep. Wow. So, yeah, we're going we're going all in. I love it. Yeah. Scoring whenever they score, everyone should like throw beers oh, on the field. Good, oh, wow. good, good. Have this wow. game never finished. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> um, so, anyways, send us your songs, um, or at least it. like get get the ball rolling. Yeah, you know, I, I can usually help with these things at least. T- typically, you need about a month to brew. You got a month. There we go. Mm-hmm. Let's start brewing. Okay, a um, lot of uh, little tidbits around the league and around the Broncos today. Uh, so what better way to learn than toss it over to Zach in sports? Well, today, about 48 hours after Eli Manning oh, took a this is shot this is good at Russell Wilson, although maybe it was a fair gift to Corliss Waitman, the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Well, Eli Manning on the Manning cast said that uh, was poking at Russell and said that maybe the $235 million contract should have gone to Corliss Waitman instead of Russell Wilson. Russ was asked about that today, and here is his answer. You can take it. You want Chad Powers? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Chad Powers. You know, um, I'm 3-0 against Chad Powers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, listen, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's uh, part of the game. Man. We just have to stand. I just got to have fun, you know, and, and everything else. I, a lot of respect for Peyton and Eli and, and those guys because you know, I always looked up to those guys, so I'm not, I'm not stressed about it. Well, one more, well, hold on, hold on. Don't let, keep letting it play. Uh, Who is yeah, that? Uh, Chad Powers, you know, um, I'm 3-0 against Chad Powers. <laughs> <right? laughs> uh, it's the person that asked the question. Yeah, listen, I, I think... That, I didn't hear it. Dang. But the, it, it was Sean Keeler <laughs> with the post. Uh, uh, and so, of course, if you're the one wow. that asks the question. Full on belly laugh yep, for yep, that yep, one. Yep, <laughs> you got to be the one with the loudest, most vocal response. And by the way, that was not even after the punchline. No, it wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> when he started talking. <laughs> that means very true. Chad Powers is hilarious. You just say his name. Everybody laughs. Yeah, he said, he said, Chad you, Powers? And you couldn't really hear it at Full first. But he on. said, when asked about Eli, he said, you talking about Chad Powers? Yep, um, and then Sean Keeler just lost it. <laughs> Funniest thing he's heard in yeah, years. It's Chad Powers. It's <laughs> hilarious. But what a great comeback. Yes, honestly, perfect. Um, mm-hmm. We giving assists out here? Patrick Smythe, assist? Uh, do you know... I asked, I asked him after, and he said that I had nothing to do with that one. Wow. So we don't know. We don't know. We we know Patrick's a pretty humble guy, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm giving him an assist. Fair, fair. Uh, at least a hockey assist. Mm, yeah. They bounced it around in the room before. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. brainstorm. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I love I I love that stuff. Kind of miss it. Um, boy, sp- I mean, speaking of Russ, that was obviously a very playful one. Russ, like he said after, is good friends with Eli and Peyton, and it's all in good fun. But Russ, he has just been a punching bag for the nation. I mean, it, it, Nathaniel Hackett has been for what he's on the field, but Russ has been for uh, ever since he did the Let's Ride, and people just love to pick on him, including, I mean, the Subway uh, video that came out, which actually I think is old came, is, is like six months old yeah yeah it's so weird how that happens because I had never seen it no I thought it was brand new yep and mm-hmm. I I mean Henry I know you had never seen it no 
Um, Some guy just decided to post it, and then it took off on the internet. Yeah, and but, it's, it's all about the moment, right? Because right now, dunking yeah. on Russell Wilson is the yeah. thing. Yeah. So that guy, whoever posted that, was a genius. Yeah. Although he ended up deleting the tweet. I don't know why. Um, maybe he was like, no free ads. People got um, a hold of it, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It had already resurfaced. Now it's everywhere. Um, did you did you see my remix? No, I did not. Oh, you didn't see the? I sent it in the chat last night. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, with the ingredients. Yes. yes. Oh. Do I play it? Yeah, we can play it. We're, you know, we're. Hey, a... you wanna split this subway sandwich? Oh, this is it is my brutal. signature sandwich. This is brutal. <laughs> it's called the Danger Witch, and it's dangerously good. Be careful though. Spicy. Spicy. <laughs> Hey, that's pretty good. That, that's pretty good. So once he's Follow on us spicy, on TikTok. I got excited because uh-huh. yeah. I love everything spicy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, for example, I had an egg sandwich today. Put some ghost pepper hot sauce on it. You are just like my fiance. <laughs> oh, wow. That's why he likes me so much. It's, um, it's true. I, so I was like, ooh, spicy. Like at least expecting jalapenos because i know they have those there and i get that on my sandwich yeah um but i was like maybe there's like a special spicy sauce on there or yeah. something and i looked through that and i was like it took me three times reading the ingredients list before i was like what is even what spicy? is the spicy part <laughs> mustard yeah that's it's it's a tough look but to back him up i've had some spicy banana peppers oh before I have, I have ones that make me get a little dangerous oh my god make a forehead sweat oh that was funny and honestly um some people are like way over the top in like they're hating on rust for this stuff like yeah. i i think it's fun to be you know to like laugh about it uh and, and just be like oh that's russ and people yeah. are like i I can't even stand this guy being my quarterback. Like, you're such an idiot. It's like, all right, well, let's dial it back a, a few notches. Just when, when I see things like that, I'm like, I'm happy he got, he, he's getting the bag right now. Yeah. Because you course. know, Subway yep. is giving him back. Unfortunately, though, none of us knew about it before yesterday. It's probably already gone. It is gone. You oh can't my. get it at Subway now. Bring, I mean, if they're smart, they bring it back yeah, yeah. right now. Yep, you do. You but do. they probably have to renew the contract with Russ. Ah, uh, and then yep. pay him more back. And he wasn't yeah. the only athlete either. Right. It was like they had the vault, which right. I don't it know what's in there. Yeah. Russ, and Trevor Lawrence. That's a random three. And I want to say I saw the Trevor Lawrence commercial several times on TV and never the Russ. Mm, well, did you see it, Ryan? probably a reason (laughs) let me ask you guys this because several people said this in my mentions it actually happened to me as well i know i think henry agreed it made me want subway oh yeah i sold for a walmart sandwich but it made me want subway marissa after watching the tiktok so much got subway today for lunch so it worked it did work (sighs) yeah i could go for subway subway is super underrated i think and not in a way that it's like really good but everyone talks about it like it's terrible. Yeah. When it's just a sandwich. It's if you like, just want a sandwich, it's a great place to go. <laughs> like, if you're, the, like, there's a million places to get a better sandwich. Right. But it's not like it's below a, the grade of a sandwich you would just make at your house. Yeah, I think it is. I think everything in it has about half as much flavor as you expect. I don't know how they do it, but it's like if you eat a piece of lettuce, that's a bad example. They don't have flavor anyway. You have but to like get a the, pickle. I know like, you don't do this, but like you have to get the things at the end. That's what make the flavor. Like, like what? Seasonings? Like chipotle mayo. Like the or... banana peppers. Yeah, you could oh, do banana peppers. Spicy. I go, 
black olives, jalapenos. Yeah, yep. a lot of hot sauce. It is, and uh, honey mustard. That's not flavor. That's just spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you calling it? What do I call that? Yeah. What What are you calling your sauce sub? Hmm. Wait. Is there any like meat or anything on it? No, it's just sauce. Just sauce. Yeah. Instead when of I, dipping the bread into something, you just put the dip in the bread. When I did, I, wow, I think I've wow. told you guys this story before. But when I was in college, there was a famous bagel shop down the street from me. Um, no free I, advertising for them, but you're gonna give Subway all this Subway. free advertising. Moe's Bagels is down oh, the street. Oh, Moe's. Moe's is Go to great. Moe's. Yeah. Support them. Support yeah, local. Support them over Subway. <laughs> fair enough. They're just more likely to advertise on this show than Subway. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, so I went. I would go there. You know, several times a week. Um, and I was just like, I'm going to order, I'm going to act like I have a bagel named after me and just do it every time I go there. And hopefully if I do it enough, they'll just start knowing what I talk about. Whatever. So it was a jalapeno bagel, jalapeno cream cheese. I was just, I, was, I would walk out and be like, can I get the uh, flame and RK? And they would just be like, what? Uh, I'm like, oh, it's jalapeno bagel, jalapeno cream cheese. Oh I tried it like... I don't know, eight times. It was just like a funny bit I yeah. was doing with my friends and it, ne- it didn't work. Yeah. But that's what my Subway sandwich is named. Oh, is the flame in RK. Makes sense. Yeah. Such a dad move. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. I don't feel like dads are that clever. <laughs> if it they worked, that would have exactly the level yeah, of clever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if that worked, it would have been legendary. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, so Jared says he'd rather eat a boiled shoe. Oh. So, then what? Subway? I, I think the flame in RK. Then no, no, no. Then Subway. He <laughs> oh, said, I hate the okay, smell okay. of Subway. I hate the Subway. The smell is amazing. It smells like freshly cooked bread. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had Subway in m- 15 years. All right. Stop giving them so much free advertising. I'm sorry. It's good. Anyone who denies it just doesn't like sandwiches. A lot of people saying wow. that they had Subway today because of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, advertising works. So Moe's, Subway. Yes. If we see it works. Pick it up. Yep. Come Pick here. It up. Yep. This is actually death. delicious. I haven't. This is the first time I've had this flavor. Severed lime. Severed lime. Yeah. This, wow. This slaps. Yeah. Only problem with, with the whole thing is that it's green and gold. Ah, uh, good is. colors. Yeah, let's take a picture of you rocking that. I'm not rocking it. <laughs> he was rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, delicious actually. Um, okay. What else? Someone that's not practicing today. <laughs> there we actually, go. back on track. Bad news on the injury front. DJ Jones in the concussion protocol. No surprise that he's not out there. Don't have an update. Won't really know until maybe we'll get a hint tomorrow if he's out there on the field. Um, but a guy that popped up today on the injury report, Dalton Reisner. Ankle injury. F. Not practicing. Day to day. He did hurt it in the game and continue to play. So that could be some encouraging news. But Shoot it up. I'm, we're, oh, and then one more thing, though. One more thing with that. When talking about all these injuries, and I can read uh, the other injuries in just a second, Nathaniel Hackett did say he takes into consideration that the Broncos turn around and play a Thursday game right after Sunday. So they've been really cautious with guys. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett essentially said they're going to be extra cautious with guys. Hmm. All right, fine. I guess it, uh, the logic checks out. I was going to say, like, I'd much rather beat the Raiders than beat the Colts. Completely agree. But that's not how it works. The the Colts game is after it. So, yeah. Right, right, right. So you obviously go towards the game with more time. You're like, okay, if we rest him this for this game, we can get him for the next one. Rather than getting him at 60% for this right. one and not having him for right. the next one. Right, So that's bad news on the offensive line. Even worse news on the offensive line. Billy Turner, 
who has practiced, nearly been a full participant the past two weeks. I think he was limited one day last week. He is still trying to get over the hump is how uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett described it. And to me, when I heard that, I'm just, I, I'm not counting on him for until the bye week. Now, I think he'll probably play before the bye week, but I'm not going to count on him before the bye week. So no. you better get used to Cam Fleming at right tackle. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to necessarily get used to it. It's not something I want to get used to, <laughs> um, but it's it's happening. I, I noticed this at the game on Sunday, you know, down there on the sidelines. I assume Billy probably got a workout in before yeah. he had like th- this much ice and if you're listening on the podcast it's just like four like a foot of ice yeah. wrapped around yeah. his yeah. knee with yeah. like 12 wraps around yeah. it limping around and i was just like oh he's not playing anytime soon no and i yeah. kid you not when he's not wearing ice and when he is practicing or limited practice he's wearing like the thickest uh sleeves on both of his legs covered with braces on both of his legs. I mean, he, he literally looks like a robot. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Does. And I don't expect to see him anytime soon. No, I do think when you just look at the offensive line overall, though, if you lose Reisner, which hopefully you don't, hopefully he's good to go, but get Miners right back, I think that's still an upgrade this week compared to last week. And if you get Reisner and Miners, then it's definitely an upgrade. And then as soon as you get Billy Turner back, that should be an upgrade too. Although it will be... And Cam Fleming's still been above average to good as a run blocker. It's just as a pass blocker where he's making mistakes. Billy Turner in his career has been the exact opposite. Like He's been solid in pass protection, but hasn't provided all that much in the running game. So that'll kind of be interesting to see just how that plays out when Billy Turner gets back, how much of an upgrade he is. But I do think that if you just get Quinn Miners back, this line's going to be fine regardless. Yeah, this week is when I'm most scared about that pass protection because the Raiders, I'm not scared of the Raiders' defense at all, <laughs> except for their two outside guys. Now, Chandler yep. Jones, it, he hasn't had a sack in pretty much a year, essentially. <laughs> Probably almost. Uh, a yeah, yeah. Uh, almost. Max Crosby, he does have two sacks on the season so far, uh, mm-hmm. and he, he's really good. Yeah, I think, he, did he get them both against the Cardinals or one in the last two weeks? I watched both games today. Know. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. Um, but those guys, if 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 Cam Fleming isn't good, that's how the Raiders can win this game. Yeah, and I watched both Raider the last two Raiders games this morning. Um, and the biggest difference in and, and this isn't like groundbreaking, but the biggest difference in when they were beating the Cardinals and when the Cardinals came back was on one side, the Cardinals getting pass rush. On the other side, the, the Cardinals protecting Kyler Murray. And the same thing I felt like happened in the Tennessee game. Like when Tennessee was scoring, it was because they were giving uh, Tannehill time. Uh, and when they were stopping the Raiders, because they were forcing Derek Carr to heat up a little bit. And it's like, well, that's essentially most football games. Right. But it was especially evident in those two games that I watched that like the trenches, that's where this game's going to be won. Yep, yep, it, it, exactly. And so that's why I think it, it's crucial to have the best offensive line out there. And and someone's asking if Quinn Minerts will be back um, this today. Quinn Minerts, I'm pulling up his status. He did practice on a limited basis. Uh, so that was at least encouraging yep. uh, on the right track. Other guys that did not practice, Darius Phillips, Tyree Cleveland, Jonathan Cooper, Randy Gregory. I don't expect that's anything new, just his normal maintenance of Wednesday off. Dalton Reisner and DJ Jones. Any news on DJ? Um, no news. Hopefully we'll find out a little bit tomorrow. 
All right. And then one more little note from today. Did you guys catch after the game how Russell Wilson said he has a state of the union with the team every Tuesday? Yeah, state of the union once a year. Yeah, no, it's every Tuesday for <laughs> Russell Wilson. And what he does is he brings all of the offensive guys in for a player-led meeting, a.k.a. a Russell Wilson-led meeting, on their day off on Tuesday. It's voluntary, but I think if you have Russell Wilson, Peyton Manning, Tom yeah. Brady, those type of quarterbacks leading your team, it's not voluntary. And what they do is they start breaking down uh, the, the film of their, their opponent that's coming up, try to get little tips for, for guys to start getting ready for the week before they even start prepping with the coaches on Wednesday. It's interesting. It's funny to think about if this were to happen in the real world. Right. Um, like, right. Let's just say it's like a banking job, standard Monday to Friday, and the manager was like, hey, just so you guys know, state of the company tomorrow, <laughs> uh, 8 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah. Like, in that, If that got wind on social media, people would lose their minds. Yep, yep. yep. Oh, and by the way, it's every Saturday after that. Too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but football's different. And, it, and I don't know, it's someone like Russell Wilson, these insane competitors – want to get any and every advantage that they can get. So in his mind, it's like if everyone else is having an off day today and we can just get this much better, it gives us a better chance to win on Sunday. It gives a better, better chance to win the Super Bowl. From a fan's perspective, in an outside perspective, I absolutely love it. I think mm -hmm. fans should love this. The guy's grinding even harder. What do we know? Russell Wilson's a grinder. Now his teammates are buying into it or – feeling forced like they have to yep. buy into it but but whatever you are getting a little advantage like you said ryan but from a just grinding perspective not for this year but for years down the road because russ said he's been doing this since he was a rookie that can grind on players a lot which is like i love it but also i'm like oh man i just i i get a little worried about what this is going to do years down the line because tuesday is their only day off uh, they, they have walkthrough on, on Saturday, the game on Sunday, film review on Monday, day off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are normal practices. Yep. Tuesdays are only day off and they're coming in because Russ wants them to, which is great. How many are coming in? Um, did not find that out, but he said it's voluntary. All right. <laughs> I mean, I would guess the only people who feel like they absolutely have to be there are the offensive line and the wide receivers. Yeah, but I bet, especially first year round, everyone's there. That's yeah. a, that is a good thing. It is. It is a good yeah. thing, especially for this coming week, especially for this season. What I will say, and this is the hard truth, Russ has to play better to be able to get away with this long term. Um, like, as soon as the team doesn't feel like you are the main catalyst and wins, right. you just don't have the same, you know, uh, control over you know what's yeah, going on yeah, 100%. Um, so i appreciate it and i understand the competitive nature and where it comes from but you have to do better than the last two weeks specifically uh or else people are going to start rolling their eyes yeah it's a good point and jared mm -hmm. says players will be pissed only if the w's don't come yep. but if the w's don't come that's not when you take your foot off the gas. That's when they're going to press even more potentially. Right. It's the craziest thing about football, though, is two hours, two and a half hours uh, decides the entire next week yep, of how everyone does. feels from fans <laughs> really to coaches does. to players yep. to mm -hmm. coaches and players' wives, like family. It's it just the whole city is different. And if you, lo if you start losing and then you're asking these guys right, to come right. in on their day off, right. like sometimes – like. 
there is times where you just need to get away. Yeah. And again, if you're not playing well, guys are going to roll their eyes and maybe the attendance will go down. I could see it happening and you just hope that it doesn't get to that point. Yeah. I mean, you just hope not. They'll keep showing up until they hate it, I guess. I don't know. One more note uh, from around the division. Joey Bosa, IR. Broncos will not face him at least once this season. It is unbelievable. I just, you know, I guess I'm just going to be like my friend who with Tom Brady said that he's always going (laughs) to, at some point, the Chargers are not going to do this. At some point, right? No? Yeah? No? I don't know, man. They've had like positive quarterback play. For almost yeah. the entirety of the time they've been in San Diego, yeah. and then obviously to Los Angeles, and never done anything meaningful. It is, it is, it's crazy, and obviously great news for the Broncos that they're falling apart. Uh, I just, it's, it's, it's just hard to wrap your mind around. Yep. Just that, wow, really is happening again. They're just losing everyone. Yep. And if they're doing the right thing, in my mind, they wouldn't play uh, uh, Justin Herbert this week. I feel like you have to though. You you can't take him out like you need the win yeah. exactly and like ribs, ribs, it, you don't help ribs. I feel like by not playing, you do really because yeah. like an ankle you totally would, but I feel like ribs are just pain. They kind of heal on their own. But that's unless the thing you is you keep re aggravating the pain, so you go backwards in the healing process. I don't know. I I think with an ankle for sure. I'm not sure about ribs though. Now you don't have your star tackle to protect him. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's tough. The Houston Texans. If they're going to get a win, this week may be it. I guess I'll just put it this way. If Justin Herbert is in pain, pain is your body's way of telling you, don't do this. this. (laughs) It's football, though. They're all in pain. They're being told constantly, don't play football. The reason why your ankle hurts when it's sprained is because your body's saying, like, hey, Mm -hmm. don't put pressure here. Mm -hmm. Trying to heal this right now. (laughs) So that's the same thing that's going to happen with his ribs. And he will get hit again. Of course. Oh, yeah. But, like, you're not going to, like, dislodge the rib again, no, you know? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just not going to get better. And so I think gonna... he would. I don't know. I'm not the rib expert, but I'm pretty sure. Because, like, joints and stuff, those are things that need to actually rest to heal. Your rib is always rested. Yeah. Until you break it again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm know. pretty sure. I'm pretty I sure. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know if we have any rib experts. Yeah, if there's eight doctors in there. <laughs> in the comments. Uh, before we move on, I want to remind you guys to come check us out at the DNVR bar. Uh, obviously open monday through sunday um so much great food down there i could go for some of those fried pickles right now uh but there's so so many great options on the new menu you got to come check it out get yourself some avalanche nachos which there's an avalanche of cheese that cascades down the chips when you order it uh it's just uh it's a beautiful thing of beauty that's what my mom said she's most excited to try yep. the avalanche they slap that was um, uh the first thing i had also i didn't delicious. even have to order extra jalapenos now you could order less jalapenos if you don't want them but a lot of times i have to be like hey can we throw some couple more jalapenos on here what are less we what three mm-hmm. what are those jalapenos what yeah, are those sure. I don't, i've never heard sure. of those before jalapenos. i know you guys i know you guys aren't cultured but that's how <laughs> the word is said. <laughs> um so. anyways don't make sure not to put banana peppers on it'll get too spicy that wouldn't even be good oh banana peppers can go on anything Oh, here we go. Maybe that's that ice cream, but I would rather have no. <laughs> <laughs> go there. Can't even lie about that. I bet you like a, a ice cream. You know how like people do weird things like pickle juice ice cream. Yeah, I had I never heard it. of that. Yeah, I've never no. heard of pickle juice ice cream. <laughs> There's some weird stuff going there, on. There is there. some weird stuff. Head down to Rhino. Oh the, man, the art yes, district. They've yes, got some weird ice yes, cream yes, down they there. Do. 
I saw kale ice cream in there. I was no like, what are we doing here? Way. Let's pick a side. Are oh you a kale person gosh. or are you an ice cream person? Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, we don't have any of that garbage around here. No, just the good stuff. Uh, so come check that out. Check us out for the tailgate against the Colts next week. Should be a good one. We love we love a night tailgate. Mm-hmm. Um, leave work a little early. Come party with us. And, of course, check out uh, all of our uh, formal events that we have set up for London. And speaking of good stuff, check out Sports Fan when you're stopping by our tailgates because we do it right in the parking lot of Sports Fan. So you can just pop in, and they have really cool merchandise. Heck, if you want to get a cool Broncos thing to wear to the game on before Thursday, just show up with a, an undershirt, go in there, get your jersey or really cool uh, gear before the game. But if you can't make it to one of our tailgates, they have four locations in Denver, one in Park Meadows Mall, two on the 16th Street Mall, and the one that we're talking about at our tailgate, which is 18th and Federal. They have so many exclusive, different, unique things, which is what sets them apart. So make sure to check out Sports Fan for all your gear. Or for some of your gear, because we got some gear, too. (laughs) Um, We should sell our gear there. We do. That's how we started our relationship with them. Well, there we go. (laughs) That's a good idea. So get all your sports gear there, because even ours is. Uh, Pins and Aces. They're a golf clothes company, but also you can just wear them wherever, because they're they're just clothes. It's like polos and pants and shorts and stuff. So get some of your gear here, too. Oh, shit. Yep, some gear there, too. (laughs) So much gear. Um, It's really cool stuff. It's meant... It's, I, I shouldn't say meant for young people. It's just that young people wear it a lot more because it's like patterns and like they'll have like raccoons all over the shirt or something mm, like that. Um, it's really cool, that. awesome golf stuff though. Like whoever your most stylish golf friend is probably has some pins and Who's aces. Who's your most stylish golf friend? I mean, it's probably like Spencer. Probably Spencer. Like, I, I <laughs> he wears, he's is, literally like sponsored. Like, all he wears is pins and aces. I thought Henry said your most stylish girlfriend. And I oh. said, whoa, what are we talking about here, Henry? Yeah. And then I thought you said, who's your most stylish girlfriend? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at yeah. these crazy. Oh, those are awesome. Oh, that it's Colorado one that's right. cycling through. Alley. I will say, like, be responsible with your outfits. Like, I've, you see a bunch of guys where it's like, oh, I have this bright green shirt and this dark orange pair of pants see that's it's like oh my god if you're going aggressive with the shirt pattern gotta go conservative with the pants in fact i was talking to um the owner of pins and aces about Mm -hmm. this and he was like yeah i think we're gonna start offering like pants and shorts and that sort of stuff for golf Mm -hmm. um and i was like are you gonna go with like the crazy patterns he's like no it's gonna be made to like go with our shirts so right. they're gonna be solid the There's colorado some, one yeah. is really it. cool colorado high country right there yeah, that's, that's the thing slaps. of beauty these people on the golf course don't always it's it's like the least stylish group of people but they have the most stylish pieces of clothing <laughs> like there's <laughs> like right. oh look at all this that i found like they couldn't find that stuff anywhere else and they just throw it all together but pins and aces it gives you all of the tools you just have to use them responsibly it's all obviously really cool stuff and if you go over to pinsandaces.com Use the code DMVR. You'll get 15% off your first order. You'll get free shipping. That's at pinsandaces.com with the code DMVR. Guys, it's Raiders week. Let's go. Raiders week. The Broncos have not beat the Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas slash Oakland since Peyton Manning was a quarterback. Wow. Wow. But the Las Vegas Raiders, the, the teams that they have lost to this year, those are the only wins that those teams have. Oof. So the teams that the Raiders have lost to mm-hmm. have lost to every other team they've played. Wow. Yes. <laughs> but so bad. the Raiders have only lost by an average of five points per game. So they're kind of in every game. 
They're not horrible, mm-hmm. but they are not a good team right now, and they have a lot of work to do in order to, to make their season back. But the Broncos can probably end that this week. Yep. And here's how they do it. Let's jot, dump into our whiteboard Wednesday to break down the keys to victory. Real quick, uh, you know what? The Broncos, the last Broncos team to win at the Raiders and the next Broncos team to win at the Raiders have in common? Hall of Fame quarterback? Just a quarterback. A quarterback. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, there's a lot of stats out there of like since Peyton Manning. There's a reason those exist. It's because the Broncos haven't had a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Broncos haven't beat the Chiefs, period, since Peyton Manning. Yep. Haven't beat the Raiders in Las Vegas since Peyton Manning. Broncos have done some things to the Chargers without Peyton Manning. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go into the whiteboard, see what we have this week. And we have less this week because last week it took us about an hour to it's, go through it. It's very true. Aww. First one, be a champ on offense. A champ, huh? What number did champ wear? 24. If you hit 24, oh. you're going to win. If you hit 24, you're going to win. Love and that rule. every single team that's played the Raiders has hit 24. In fact, two teams only got 24 points. Another team got 29 points. I believe that was Cardinals who got 29. Beat the Raiders. The Raiders, their, their parts are a lot better than their sum right now. So when you break it down and when we break it down today and tomorrow... It is kind of scary when you look at them. Derek Carr, uh, he's a top 12 quarterback. Could mm-hmm. be like a borderline top five quarterback at times throughout his career. They have at least on a week to There week was one basis. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a top receiver, but maybe the best receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. They have, at times, maybe the best tight end in the league. They have, at times, maybe the best slot receiver in the league. Uh, and it's like, oh, my God. And, then, of course, they got an Alabama running back, which I can respect. Uh, they got a lot of pieces. But their parts just aren't as good. There's some. You put 20, 24 points up, you're going to win this game. I wonder what the common denominator between uh, about making the parts and the sum come together uh, are. Uh, head coach, uh, maybe? Yes, yes. <laughs> Josh McDaniels is on um, a really bad streak as a head coach. I think in the past two seasons, including this year when he's been a head coach, he is 3-12. and 12. And if we go back to the previous year, after his 6-0 and start, what is he, like five? Well, I was going to say his last eight plus three games. I think. Okay. Oh, right, because then there yep. was the whole next season. I forgot about yep. that season. Since his yep. 6-0 start, he's 5-20. and Yep. 5-20. and Yikes. That's tough. That Yikes. Yeah. I mean, just looking at that defense, their only good players are those edge rushers. They have yep. nothing else. Yep. And I guess like Nate Hobbs is a good slot corner, but it sounds like he's not going to play or not play. Rocky Asin, the other corner, sounds like he's not going to play. We'll see later on, but it's like they just have a pass rush. Yep. You should be able to run up the middle. You should be able to throw the ball wherever you want. Everything's lining up for this to be the big game for the offense. All right, let's hit this next one because I think we'll probably get into more offense. Oh, and as Charlie 3, when we're pulling up, says, hit the like button, people. We'd really Let's appreciate that. If you smash the like button, we got a lot of you guys listening. If all of you uh, guys and girls out there hit it, it'll it'll really help us out. So please do that. We also, really everyone it. understood the assignment yesterday. Yeah, here, so. props to oh, all of you. True. Thank yep. you so much. Thanks, guys. All right, next one. Work on the them one. over. Work them over. Uh, this, The way that you beat this defense, I and mean, there's plenty of ways. Um, but a lot of it has to do with their linebackers. You can kind of do whatever you want to them. And it starts with, of course, running the ball, right? So you got to get that run started, but counters, those sort of things are really successful against these, uh, these linebackers. And all of that sets up to work the over, work them over with the over, ah. meaning the over route. Mm-hmm. This is 
a, th- a route that was an absolute staple of the Broncos offense in training camp. Uh, and it was one of the big plays that they were just hitting every single day. And this week it should be really, really open. Get the run working with Javante. Mm-hmm. Suck them in with a play action fake. Bring Jerry or Cortland or who, Kendall Hinton, for all I care, over the back of those linebackers and just let Russ fl- uh, you know, float it right over them. This was something that the Titans just did at will. Once they started feeling like they needed to commit a little a little sooner to stop Derrick Henry, obviously Derrick Henry's a different beast, uh, and it was almost so easy for them that I stopped watching the game because I was like, I don't, I got to see if this is happening in other games or if it's just because they're trying so hard with Derrick Henry, um, and it's just those linebackers. I would call them like nippy. They'll just nip on whatever you want them to, uh, and and that should be enough to get them. So give them the little treats so that they bite up. And then the chunk plays. Ryan, that's what I love here in a way to get easy chunk plays. Mm-hmm. And then that's just that's just a great way to get Russ Cook and get the offense moving uh, and then get to those 24 points. Absolutely. Right. Next one is Jumpstart Jerry. You need to get something out of Jerry, Judy. You just have to. Like, like if you're trying to put up big offensive numbers – your number two receiver needs to at least be a part of that somehow. You know, you talk about the, how the passing game could be incredible. Again, like if you get 115 yards from Sutton, you get 50 from Albert O, like that's halfway to where you need to be. And you need Jerry to be a big piece this week. He has, I mean, first of all, he, he missed a lot of that second game with the injury. He didn't do much on Sunday. And the first game he had that one really big play. Now, maybe Jerry's just a big play guy. Maybe what he does is gives you, you know, the 60-yard or 40-yard or whatever every couple weeks that kind of keeps his numbers up. That's how he gets over 1,000. But you really do need to get something out of him this week, whether it's the eight catches for 100 yards or whether it's just another big play. He's he's not looking good right now, and you that, that can't be the case the rest of the way. Well, I mean, to, to your point, Hank, um, uh, Javante Williams is the Broncos' second-leading receiver in terms of catches and mm-hmm. targets. I get that he he's a safety route for, for Russell Wilson, and I like that he's using that instead of just throwing the ball away or making bad decisions, but that's not sustainable for an entire season for Russ's next five years here is just using the, the check down. Yep. After Cortland's covered, go to the check down. After Cortland's covered, go to the check down, and Jerry Judy is a way that they could get that working. To be fair... It might really work this week with Javante because yeah. Derrick Henry was killing them with this. So basically, you send all those routes out there. The linebackers go screaming after him. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry turns around at three yards, and there's no one between him and the sticks. Um, so it might be something you want to you want to get Javante seven, eight catches this week. And, and that's totally mm-hmm. fine, and I didn't mind the 11 catches against the Seahawks no. at all. But just when you consistently see that, that's yes. when you're like, oh, okay, let's do something a little more. But week by week, totally fine. It's a good point. All right, next one is... The Sertan Shadow. One of the reasons why I think that the Raiders offense has not been clicking is because they are not getting the ball to Devontae Adams in easy ways. Um, they're doing they're they're really trying hard to get it to him with a lot of pre-cooked stuff. Um, Henry mentioned it yesterday. The first touch he had of the game uh, last week was a jet sweep. Mm-hmm. It gets blown up for minus four. The next time he touched the ball after that was on a throwback pass uh, from Josh Jacobs back to Derek Carr, then to Devontae Adams coming across the middle. And it's like mm-hmm. they're just desperate to get him involved. Well, you can kill those hopes early and often by f- letting Pat Sertan follow him around. Mm. Um, 
this is not it, it, a lot of times we talk about this it's not as black and white as you can just do it on every play uh, but you can get close uh, and if I were the Broncos I would want him following Devonte Adams around because you essentially just take like this is the the luxury you now in the world you now live in you can just decide we will not get beat by Devonte Adams today and then you just put pat on him and, the, and you won't I completely agree, and and I would love to see that. So what's a successful game? Let's say Sertan is on Devontae Adams for most of the game. What are you coming away from the game saying that that was a good performance? Sertan did his job. I want to look at what Devontae Adams has done week by week. Devontae's yeah. averaging about 60 yards a game. But it was 48 week two and 12 this week. Yep. He just had the big week, week one. Yep, when he was targeted 17 times in week one. I think I would say, um, wow, it's crazy to say it's about Devontae Adams. Maybe I'm underselling it, but sub 50 would be like, you clamped him. I think I think mm-hmm. if it's honestly 60, 70, yeah. I'm, I'm, yep. saying, I'm saying you did a good job now. Clamping is under 50. Uh, and if he does anything like he did to, to DK, and Devontae's a better wide receiver than DK, but hold him to, I don't, he can have 10 catches, but if it's for 38 yards, I'm like, oh my gosh, job well done. And that's mm-hmm. kind of something Nathaniel Hackett pointed to today was how they want to address this offense is they know that Darren Waller and Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro, if he plays, are going to catch passes. It's about just limiting those and then tackling right away. Mm-hmm. So he said they have to limit explosives. And so I think that's the way we're going to see it be played. I think it's going to be very similar to Seattle in terms of we're going to be sitting there watching the game saying, why are these guys so far off? Why, why are you allowing the four-yard catches? Well, it's so that they don't allow the 70-yard the touchdown because mm-hmm. if they make Derek Carr go all the way down the field, in the past, Derek Carr has been able to do that. So far, I think he has at four or five intercept. I think he's at four interceptions this year so far. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's not gelling with Josh McDaniels yet. Yeah, and I feel like Josh McDaniels, especially last week, like outsmarted himself, which mm-hmm. is not shouldn't be surprising to anyone. But it almost felt like actually in the last, yeah, mostly last week, that he said like, okay, they're going to be so focused on Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. Let's get Mac Hollins and Foster Moreau going. And it's just like, no, no. Like, yeah, you want those guys to be mm-hmm. auxiliary pieces, but there was a lot of plays that were drawn up for especially Foster Moreau, and it was like, I maybe you know, I understand seeing a matchup and wanting to exploit it, but you're just not going to be able to ride him to a win. So much so yep. that Devontae Adams isn't even their leading receiver. No. Which and is crazy. They've just put him in the slot, they, which is wild. Like, obviously, it's a thing he can do, but you just need to give him his own half of the field. Like, if you want to get him going, you just put nobody else on that side of the field, get him one-on-one coverage, and let him get open. Like, it's none of this flood stuff or crossers yeah. or mesh. Like, just let him go be him. I will say, like, I would be really surprised if Sertan follows him around. That's just not how this defense has run in the past. Um, they just want to keep him on his right side, keep his footwork the same on every play, keep the pass off the same so that he's always using his hips the same way. Like, the reads are always the exact same. It's like playing left tackle and switching to right tackle. And, and I'm not sure I'd necessarily – Agree, but I do think that they're just going to stick with him on the right side. And they did do that's it, it a lot in the Seattle game, though. Hmm. And that's what Are gives sure? me belief. I mean, that they're going to do it. That's at least what it felt like. Okay. Because um, I I think Sertan was in coverage on most of his targets. 
maybe there was yeah maybe it was the Seahawks most for sure maybe the Seahawks just said we'll line it we'll take our chances which is really dumb but really well. dumb maybe Josh McDaniels outsmarts himself and yep. does the exact same thing he's like nope we'll just have Devontae just beat Pat on that side <laughs> yeah and I saw Pat move around a little bit last week um but you're, you're right Henry and a lot of coaches are against doing this to me, it's just one of those things where, like, don't let them break out of this little slump they're in right now with Devontae Adams no. because that mm-hmm. could be a key to open this offense up. Yeah, 100%. Don't let Derek Carr get hot with Devontae. All right, the next one coming in is ball security is job security. And, yeah, you could say this about every single game courtesy of Brock Osweiler, but specifically why in this game is – I touched on it earlier. Derek Carr is a guy – that's typically fairly good with the ball. He has not been like that this year with the Raiders. And if you if you win that, you're going to win it because the Raiders, one, haven't won the turnover battle so far this year, and they haven't won a game. Uh, many of their games have come down to that. In fact, the Cardinals game, what did that come down to? An overtime, uh, a fumble, which went the other mm-hmm. way for touchdown. Yep. Game over. Waller dropped a touchdown. Not only dropped a touchdown, went right through his hands against the Titans when they were coming back. But then it turned into an interception. And then in the first game, Derek Carr had three interceptions. So you're talking about uh, huge turnover plays that it, uh, very much impacted the bottom line for the Raiders. And the Raiders are showing right now that their margin for turnover mm-hmm. isn't that good, which doesn't surprise us. We kind of thought they would be a 500-ish team. Mm-hmm. And so if you win this one, it's going to be pretty pretty difficult for them to overcome that. Yep. Hunter, did you find anything on... It's about 2-1, to one, but I thought it was a lot more than that. Okay. Wait, what do you mean 2-1? to one? Uh, 2 on the right side to 1 on the left side. Got it, got it, yeah. got it. So two-thirds of his time is on the right. Yeah. Okay. okay. I didn't think it was more than that, though. I'm surprised they're moving him more. I, I hope that they have him follow him, uh, and especially because he seems elite. He yeah. seems like, if not mm-hmm. the best cornerback in the league, a top three guy right now. And if you are that, you should your footwork and everything should be good enough to, to be able to move sides. Yeah, I look at it, and it's not one-to-one, but I kind of look at it like offense. Um, Debo Samuel would be a good example of a guy who's so talented that you just consistently move him around because he's a weapon, you know, and you, mm-hmm. and you want to use him in all these different ways. I kind of look at Pat Sertan the same way as, like, you can use him in so many different ways. He's a weapon for you on defense. Use him as such. Right. Yeah, he, and he certainly is. All right, I think we got one more here, and it is Jam Jacobs. Yeah, the you can't let them get running. They've struggled to run the ball so far. Like Josh Jacobs, you know, that first game of the preseason, that Hall of Fame game, he was just destroying those backups. There was no reason for him to be in that game, but he was running better than he ever had. And you obviously no don't one that read he anything was running into by that. is going to stay in Canton. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. Real. Definitely not. But yeah, I mean, if they can start running the ball, then that just opens things up for them. And there's no reason that they should be able to. And that's why it'd be even more concerning. Like, you don't know if DJ Jones is going to be back, but Mike Purcell has been so good, so good in the mm-hmm. middle of that line. Deshaun Williams has been so good. Um, Josie, when he came back, was good. They should be just fine. But if you start giving up big gainers in the running game, I mean, we saw it against the 49ers. You know, the one touchdown drive, yep. there was the 37-yard run, yeah. and all of a sudden, that's what you're working with. So, so keeping that all clamped down back there, not letting them finally break out, that's really important. 
And Josh Jacobs is not like he's been bad. He's averaging 4.6 yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. But Josh McDaniels is just he's getting too much into Derek Carr and trying to do too much through the air. So you really hope that that you limit that and that the Raiders honestly limit themselves from doing that. Totally. But I agree with you, Henry. Even if the Raiders do try to do that, you should be able to stop them. You should be just fine. Yep. But that would be a great thing for the Raiders on on how to beat the Broncos is don't let Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory just pin their ears back. Mm -hmm. And don't let Pat Sertan have the opportunity to take down one side of the field. They should run the ball, and they should try to stick to the run as much as they can. I'm super encouraged by how the Broncos did against the 49ers against the run. Every game in the NFL really does kind of exist in a vacuum, but... That that told me like okay even the best run designer in the NFL isn't doing a great job of running by these guys. Yeah, it's a really good point. You just face the toughest test. This should be one of the easier ones. Yep. All right. Before we move on, I want to give a shout out to Mile High City Sliders. Mm-hmm. You can go for a couple Absolutely. slide pieces right now. Um, Got to check them out. Jalapeno popper, drunken meatball, Greek. They've got vegetarian options. They've got chips with every meal. Um, they've got shoelace or shoestring fries, whatever you want to go with. Um, delicious. So check out our friends over at Mile High City Sliders. And you can have them at your event as well. Just call 720-375-3464 and ask for our guy, Dominic. Absolutely. And check out DraftKings Sportsbook tomorrow night. They're giving everyone, everyone, not just new customers, they're giving everyone the opportunity to win their money line bet if uh, on the Dolphins and Bengals Thursday night game, you choose Moneyline for either of those teams, and that team goes up by seven points at any time in the game, you win your bet right there. I'm going to go with the Dolphins because that's where the money's at. You get plus 150 on the money line. Really? Uh, yes, plus 150 for the 3-0 and Dolphins, who two is questionable. I expect Tua to play. All it takes, though, even if it's Teddy in there, all it takes is a, a slant a 10-yard pass to Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle. They explode for a touchdown. You're up seven in the first. Boom, you're good. Also, Shanahan tree known for the script. So even if you're throwing Teddy out there to start, you know, to start mm-hmm. the game, you're going to have – Mike McDaniel is going to have 15 plays that he believes Teddy Bridgewater will be at his best on. Man, it's a great point. And Mike McDaniel, trust in Mike McDaniel. I mean, he's done nothing to, to not deserve it. And so you can get that over at DraftKings Sportsbook. I believe – for some people, they're giving that boost up to $250 if you really want to cash in. Of course, you can do it for any amount you want, though. And for new customers, they're giving you an opportunity to get $200 in your account. All you have to do is place a $5 money line bet on any NFL team, and you win $200 in free bets right away, which then you can use on Thursday Night Football. So get into the action now. Head to the App Store now. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. That's code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Terms and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. Uh, Dolphins actually up to plus 170 now. Yeah. Which I had to check to make sure there was no news on Tua. Is the line still three and a half, or has that moved as well? It is now four. Oh, man. I'm going to get in on this now. Because of what we just talked about, even if Tua doesn't play, I like being on the underdog in these. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not as if the Bengals have shown themselves to be some sort of scary force. Absolutely not. And it's not like they haven't lost to a backup quarterback this year either. That's true. Henry's guy, Cooper Rush, got him two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Cooper Rush. He can, he can play. I think I'm in on the Dolphins. I'm terrified, though. Like I just I can't imagine it. the Dolphins being 4-0. 
It's like true. that just feels so wrong. However, what if I told you no the way. Dolphins once went undefeated? <laughs> that was a very long time ago. Not even that extreme. What if one week ago I told you the Dolphins were going to play the Bills to go from 2-0 and to 3-0? and That's got to be a more difficult game than this one. That is true. That is true. I You got to take the Dolphins with the... the Plus one seventy. I think, in fact, we're all placing ugh. the bet right now. I see the other two ugh. guys have their app out. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, I I keep for, I forgot to use my one on the Broncos, which you only need to be up oh, by one no. point. Oh, but, but it didn't oh. matter. Yeah, it didn't okay. matter. Yeah, because um, I used Oof. my boost on it. So, anyways, that's that's what that's life at DraftKings. There's always <laughs> yeah. another button to press. <laughs> so much, yeah, exactly. To help you out. <laughs> All right, should we hop into the comments now? Let's do it. Any super chats to yes. get to? Oh, we got a few. Let's Ooh, go. Here we go. All right, mm-hmm. first one from Luke. Hey guys, I get the frustration with Russ's play in the first three games, but Broncos country needs to remember what it was like to have no hope that the offense could turn it around. <laughs> no more carousel, for sure. And again. I know, Zach, you especially don't like the comp. Yeah. But even through three games, the numbers look similar to what Peyton was doing. Yeah, I hate the comp, like you said, but I love what Luke said. <laughs> you want to know what, what uh, game got Peyton started? Uh, against the Raiders, Week right? Week four against the Raiders, 37-6. <laughs> to six. Woo! What were Peyton's stats? Very good. Yep, yeah. Probably many <laughs> touchdowns, a couple hundred yards. Yeah, I think it was uh, 300 yards, three tuds. That's very impressive. But I really do like this point from Luke, which is something that – I haven't thought about because typically it is brought back to like, well, Peyton started like this. Yeah, there was no hope after bad starts or when a team started to struggle. There's still a lot of hope here for a team that started well. Brian Parra, our guy, says, hey, fellas, Zach, the new face of the Denver Broncos. I think I got a long way to go. I think so. A to Z. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) I love you, Brian. Another super chat from Luke just tossing us some cash. Let's go. Love it. And Brandon Shanahan. Oh. Straight out of the Chanahan tree. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say I'm glad the schedule makers gave the Broncos an easier runway because if we had the same schedule as the Raiders to start the year, they could easily be the 0-3 team and in full panic mode. I think they would have won one of those games, but absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not, it wasn't that hard. The Cardinals, that's a game yeah. that we have the Broncos winning. The Titans, mm-hmm. that may now be a game that we switch to having the Broncos winning. Yep. Uh, and then who do they play? The uh, Chargers. And the Chargers. Yeah. We had them going one and one against the Chargers when the Chargers were fully healthy. Yeah, sure. So, but zero and three was on the table. Especially, I mean, the Cardinals haven't lived up to the hype. Neither the Titans. So that does change things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Preseason though, zero I mean, and three was on the table. I would have one. Sure. Exactly. They playing week six. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Broncos get this one this week. We might end up uh, going back and finding that clip. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> yeah. Harrison White said some idea. Check out Will Greer's uh, Griggs on fire. Your defense is terrified, but make it Russ is instead. Oh, that's one. That's been um, that's been repurposed for Jokic. Mm, right. Huh. Uh, first from some of the Serbian fans. Huh. So there we go. Uh, okay, there we go. I love there's it. there's one of our uh, one of our songs. Oh, yes, 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 I see. Yeah. There we go. Great idea the there. Joker's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Something along those lines. <laughs> yes, they do that do in Serbia? They don't it. speak English there, though. Yeah, but oh, they, yeah. like, repurposed it. Well, they do, I mean, yeah. Okay. Most of the country speaks English. We just huh. aren't the same where we speak everyone else's language. Yeah, It's unfortunate should. here. Um, okay, well, should we hop into the comments on the website? First one coming in from the count, he says... 
the 1980s. My grandparents once showed up unannounced with a cockatoo and promptly left us with the beast in our cage, in our in our care. The bird could swear like Alex Gibbs and would do so mostly in the dead of night whilst the tried while we tried to slumber. One day during a playoff game, I punctured my waterbed with a letter opener on accident. I never understood who that guy on the sidelines during the 2015 season was with the really long blonde hair. The bird lives until this day and doesn't give a bleep. Love the count. I love it. You're following it's these. It's so You're good. You're putting everything together. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think so. Because there's, de- there's a deeper meaning, I think. Is there? Isn't there always with poets? There I is. I, I mean, I mean though, yesterday there was. Yesterday there was. Know. Read between um, the lines. That's great, the count. We love it. Butch Cassidy says, <laughs> fellas, it's been a hot second since I commented, but I have been working my tail off. And now it's official. My girlfriend and I will be crossing the pond for the London game. And we have our tickets for the tailgate. So pumped I could run through a wall. Let's go. As for my question, if this Broncos team was a cocktail, what would be in it? Please drink responsibly. Go Broncos. Go DNVR. Hashtag, I'm not afraid of a bar. I thought I was going to say a cockatoo. Um, I forgot. I saw the I'm not afraid of the bar guy at the game on Sunday. Wow. But he was completely sober and didn't say any nonsense. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Bummer. I know. But... Notably, has not come to the bar. Might be lying about uh, being afraid. Wow. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, the first thing that pops in my head is a little sweet and sour with this Broncos team. Mm, you could do like a sour mix. Mm-hmm. So like whiskey sour mix with uh, you know some grenadine. Oh yeah, wow. it's okay. gonna be a lot of flavors. Uh, that will be a lot of flavors. Some good, some maybe not as good for someone that isn't the biggest fan of whiskey. I used to enjoy a whiskey sour before heartburn became a thing for mm, me. Yeah, sweetness. Well, it's just it's like pure lime juice and lemon juice. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is for this team. Right? I'm tempted with a little bit of heartburn. Maybe I'm hating yeah. on Russ, but I might go non-alcoholic. Wow. I, I think I think this team might be more of a mm. like a Shirley Temple. Very good drink, but just like it's definitely not a tequila team, right? I mean, I think you're onto something. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, if you're at a bar and you get a Shirley Temple with with your friends, you're probably gonna mm. be poked at a little bit. Mm-hmm. And with Russ, he's being poked at a little bit. Yeah, I see it, Hank. The the I defense had a Shirley Temple in years. Oh, so so good. Good. Oh, go I had an alcoholic Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple the other day. Nice. Mm, that sounds oh. really good. A Roy Rogers where it's Coke instead <laughs> oh, of Sprite. You mean a cherry Coke? Uh, no, Roy, Roy <laughs> Rogers because <laughs> it's even sweeter. Uh, it is. Yes. It is. Yeah. I went to an all-inclusive resort when I was a kid, and I just ordered like a hundred of those. Oh, my gosh. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's the life. That's better than an all-inclusive resort with alcohol. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Chico Bean says, what's up, guys? Haven't commented since the Monday night game in Seattle. I had a hell of a weekend. My cousin and I had bet on the Niners and Broncos game, and I came away with $100 and a new jersey. Wow, I was hoping yeah. to get a PS2 color rush jersey. What do you guys think I should get? That's it. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> Anyways, I'll be flying in from Oak Omaha next Tuesday for the Thursday night game, which is also my birthday. P.S. Last time the Broncos played on my birthday, Manning faked all of us out in that bootleg keeper versus Dallas in 2013. There you go. They relived that. Wow. So we'll week. see you at the tailgate. Absolutely. Yeah. In in the PS2 jersey, hopefully. Hell yeah. All right. Next one from Broncos 502. 
Guys, I don't have a good feeling about this week. Tim typical Denver Raiders trap game where the Raiders embarrass the Broncos. As much as I'd love to call it a dub, I don't see it happening. Tell me why I'm wrong. I mean, you're, you're going the off the of vibes, but all of the evidence would suggest that the Raiders aren't going to blow yeah. out the Broncos. I mean, it's been, what, like six in a row losses in Vegas, though? Who are those quarterbacks? Oh, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, there's a little evidence there. I, I Sure. If we're fine. doing, like, the Russ Sunday why, night football thing. Why would we call it? A, I, I, a rivalry game can never be a trap game. True. Uh, This feels... Not a trap game, but this is a game where one team is extremely desperate. Look, the Broncos' win over the 49ers was a big win. Mm -hmm. It it could be a game where you kind of take a step back and take a a deep breath in. You're like, okay, we're in this. We're fine. Winning record, top of the AFC West. I'm not saying that's what's happening, but you could could see that game being that. And for the Raiders— this is this is the season right here. They win. It's still tough for them to get back in, but they have a they have a shot. And isn't there a saying like you can't replicate desperation or something like that? I Just, think it's in yeah, Star Wars. Star Same Wars, person yeah. who said that hope is not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And and the Broncos <laughs> just can't replicate that feeling. Now, here's why that could be all wrong: is Josh McDaniels if the team's already given up given up on him. Man, yeah, mm-hmm. I shared an old story of Josh McDaniels, and if he's still acting like that, you can go read it on my Twitter. It's kind of long, which is why I'm not telling it. If he's still acting like that, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And Mark, da- like the fact, uh, people legitimately think that he's already on the hot seat. Yeah, which is wild. And yeah, billionaire owners can do whatever they want, so yeah. it's very possible. Um, I personally love the fact that Nathaniel Hackett didn't get off to the start that he wanted to get to. He didn't meet with Greg Penner. No. He met with George Payton. And like that's why it's supposed to work in football. And like in a publicly shaming way where why is this press conference after the game being held up? Where's Josh McDaniels? Yeah. Oh, he's meeting with Mark Davis right now. If the Broncos would have done this, if Greg Penner would have sat down uh and, and it was a very serious meeting, my guess is it would have happened on Monday morning when it doesn't impact mm-hmm. any media availabilities where that never gets out. Yep. Yeah. That's or not the Raider way. Him and Mark Davis were just comparing like their favorite torture tactics or something. Wow. Favorite haircuts. <laughs> uh, definitely not that. <laughs> uh, next one from the matrix. Hey boys, quick question. Why do you guys think part of our fan base has turned so quickly on hacking and rest after some of the early season struggles? The past half decade, even though the football product was worse, in my opinion, the fan base didn't feel as divided minus Teddy and Drew. Now we have real hope uh, at this year for playoff games and the sky is falling. Interested in your theories, are Broncos fans entitled? Anywho, love y'all. Can't wait for the Madden League to pick back up. Broncos country, let's ride. I think this is an interesting um, question. And I really think it's the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shrapnel from the last six years spilling over into this year and, and causing this. Everyone is so on edge and so yeah. hungry for everything to go right again that we kind of looked past the growing part. And we're just like, Broncos got a quarterback. We're good to go. Um, and the, this was not happening with Peyton Manning. Again, not comparing the two quarterbacks. But... When Peyton Manning got off to this slow start, of course there was, you know, concerns and questions, but people were still on the whole, like defending Peyton and essentially saying like, just wait, he's going to get it figured out. He needs time in this offense. This isn't happening now. And I really think it's just because of the overall anxiety over the Broncos not being good for so long. And I think it's the first two weeks were so much of a flashback to what we've seen the past Mm -hmm. few years, kind of like what you're saying, Ryan, but also 
we have to be honest about how those first two weeks looked. Yes, the Broncos were moving the ball up and down the field, but that decision at the end of the mm-hmm. game, the use of the timeouts, and then especially that Texans week, that in ways was worse than the past few years. And I think that because of what you said about the past, I think that just really had people freaking out. When Nathaniel Hackett did everything uh, pretty much right this past week, we haven't seen people freaking out like that. Yep, and I think the last piece, like those are the bigger pieces, but there is a very large portion of the fan base There's a lot more casual and isn't, you know, reading the news every day about the Broncos and like listening to the podcast and stuff. And those people probably saw some of the national Mm. things that were being said about Hackett and about Russ and saw that everybody's making fun of them. And it's if that's the first thing that gets into your brain, then that takes you that way too. That but that's true. a smaller piece. Narratives are written and they're very hard to un- unwrite. That's really true. And uh, in order to get more local people listening to us, mm-hmm. hit us with a thumbs up. Yes. We really appreciate it. It helps that. It helps get rid of these false narratives out there. So yeah. true. There you go. Ray Stark says, hey, fellas, how's it going? My wife and I are looking at London tailgate packages. From what I can tell, there's not a peer to purchase just the double-decker tour and the tailgate. Is there not going to be any way to mix and match? Sorry if this is the wrong place to ask. Let's go, Broncos. Can't wait to see you all in London. We can work with people on this kind of stuff. The main thing is that there is a limited amount of tickets for the bus. Mm -hmm. Um, So the people who buy that full package obviously need to be able to go on the bus. Mm -hmm. Um, But, Ray, shoot me an email uh ryan at the dnvr.com and we can we can discuss you're an email guy now huh wow i don't wow. want Making to be moves. <laughs> sometimes i have up. to be moves. did a spreadsheet yeah wow a couple spreadsheets Look last at what, few 30 days. years what old the hell you. yeah i know it's wow. terrible don't anyone who's so like every time you're about to turn a new decade everyone says oh it's the best it's the best one <laughs> they were right you know about like your teens those were great then when people were like oh your 20s those are the best they were right about that Everyone who says 30s is best, wrong. Just make it wow. your best, Ryan. I don't think you're trying hard enough. Yeah, we're about to go to London. 30s yeah. are be yeah. cool. You get, to go, you get to do cool things. That's true. But there's just too many other negatives. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Henry, watch out. Oh, I've got a long way to go. Late <laughs> you 20s. you got like four years. Late Five tw- years. Late 20s are goaded. You're only <laughs> Live up every second. Though. Yeah. I Melvin. really thought you were 26. Oh, no. Uh, young pup. The young... Guess pop. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin Bronco says, my boys, lake fishing, fishing equals quiet, less fish. River fishing equals quiet, best enjoyed mm-hmm. with cold beers and relaxing. And ocean fishing equals shark, smelly bait, fish guts, waves. <laughs> He'll pass on that one. Listen to the Ringer's Rewatchables episode on Boogie Nights. Turned out. Boogie er, Nights. Boogie Nights. I said. <laughs> Did I say that weird? You said boogie nights. <laughs> boogie nights. <laughs> boogie nights. Turned it off and unfollowed the second Bill Simmons made a joke about Hackett. Nobody, and I mean nobody, can talk smack about our coach. Cheers. My big question, do fish in the river not have guts? <laughs> well, like, like, do they just not have guts there? Crazy uh, poll here. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the poll results. Oh, there are two hours left, so... My people want to come through for me. Let's change some things here. 39% lake, 40% ocean, Ooh. 21% river. Uh, but my spin on this, what 60% of people prefer freshwater to saltwater. Mm, yeah, you always got to spin with these <laughs> poles. You always find a way to add things up. I mean, s- river is taking away from my lake 
uh, voters. Did you see Dan in the Madden chat bashing oceans this morning? <laughs> yes. He's from England. <laughs> yeah. they, that's the worst place. That's like saying, like, Wait. oh, I don't like rivers. Well, you just went to the muddy, dried-up thing that goes through Denver. <laughs> like, the the ocean in England? Nobody even cares about that. That's a good point. Yeah. They've got some pretty uh, cliffs there. Yeah. Nobody wants a cliff. Like, I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with a cliff, I guess, but you're not going somewhere for the cliffs. We're not starting a cliff argument here now. <laughs> <laughs> We're not into that. I love how balanced this is. I, that, it blows Rivers my Rivers did take a pretty tough hit. I just don't understand. I, and that's, I'm at the exact same point as you guys. I just don't understand how Oceans isn't number one for everyone. Because Oceans are overrated. No, they're, they're just rated, as you would say. They're just rated. They're over. <laughs> Seeing the ocean is like way is like ten times better than using it for anything. Um. Well, the best thing ever is to just sit and look out at an ocean and just not see anything. Yeah, that's it's a nice okay. thing. Yeah, it's the best. You can do oh. that in Salt Lake if you want. No, you can't because you know <laughs> no. on the other side it's just America. Still, you go to uh. Chicago, you can't see Michigan on the other side. But you know it's Michigan on the <laughs> other side. Detroit over there. Yeah, it's the ocean like, just questions. It's not like a mermaid land. Exactly. I will say that the thing that you do in the ocean is like you kind of like squat and like kind of waddle in till it's like up to your like chest because you're scared, and then the waves keep coming. You oh, try to like stay the in best. the same place. Waves are the best. The waves are nice, but I do understand how that could be seen as not such a fun experience. A still body of water like a lake. So no, great. I mean, oh my god! Me. Give me a river. You just float on down. <laughs> it's incredible. Fly fishing. There's, there's probably like something in this about us. Mm, like, I think so. What Maybe. what body of water you choose says something yeah, about you. I'm sure, I'm sure we can find it. <laughs> These are three big ones. Wow. All so right, we should write that. Next on like thedmvr.com. What Fuck. does your favorite body of water say about Take you? this quiz. Take this quiz to find out. <laughs> and the quiz is you just pick one of our faces and then that tells them that's who you are. It's like you're a lake guy. You just like to sit around and chill. And, you know, choose all the sounds yourself. No. Answer emails. <laughs> I don't like too much background noise. Mm, even though you have to have it to sleep. I don't get that. Yeah, but that's like talking it's the white noise that gets me oh you me. don't like white noise no um uh -huh. like sometimes just turning the fan on when i'm cooking mm -hmm. i can only handle it for like 10 minutes before i just have to turn it off wow. it's like you should talk to somebody all sound like, <laughs> like maybe this counts so like you go to a lake you just all the sounds are just the sounds like there's no like whoosh going constantly mm. see i love the shh as an ocean see we're learning about ourselves right now all right next one wow uh next one is broncolic i believe says hey guys thanks for the breakdown of why melvin was getting so much playing time in the second half on sunday night football really enjoyed all your thoughts here's my biggest problem with gordon and why i totally agree with bronco and sd to trade him for wide receiver depth or just draft pick depth heck a conditional draft pick just want him out of denver at this point 
He fumbles whenever we play a good team, and then whenever he has been asked about it, he always just says something to the effect, well, just desperate to make a play out there, or how often do you practice that situation? The last thing I want is for Javante to pick up that attitude and that's and think that's okay, but Melvin is not getting any less snaps after fumbling. It's been the opposite. They're giving him more. If you're trying to make a play, great, but if you don't, if you do that and can't keep the ball, is it really worth it? Just frustrates the hell out of me that he just constantly gets praised for being such a great running back despite this issue continuing to get worse. There's a reason nobody signed him. Ouch. And the Chargers elected to go with Eckler instead. Somebody please hold him accountable already. It will not improve if he's going to if he's not going to acknowledge that it's a problem. For me, that is the biggest difference so far between Hackett and Fangio. One recognized he was struggling and took steps to improve. The other one is unemployed. Time for that to start applying at running back too. Am I way off here? I actually thought he was going to bring up something that Melvin said after the game uh, about his fumbles this past game. Uh, he said something like, uh, you know, I, I can't do that, but we won the game, so it doesn't really matter. And I thought that was something that uh, uh, this commenter was really going to hate. Yeah, uh, something I hated. Um, yesterday on his Instagram story, someone on Melvin's team put out a tweet about how much better Melvin is at the goal line than Javante. And Melvin then shared that to his Instagram. And Wait, I was just, one of his teammates did that? No, one of someone on, oh, his, on his personal oh, team. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, you know, yeah, the numbers yeah. of J- Melvin on the goal line versus Javante on the goal line. And then Melvin posted that, and I'm like, <laughs> I get, I get, you know, building yourself up. But at, right now, you're putting down your teammate. Right, you can't find right. one that's just your number? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. And it was out there. Yeah, Don't love interesting. That. Yeah, uh, that one, it's just like... Little things like that, you know, a lot of just little missteps for him on top of the big missteps on the field and off a couple times, yep. or at least once. Yep. I shouldn't say a couple. And it One is, big mistake off the field. It is true that Mike Boone has looked good. Like, that's that's kind of the kicker in all this where you're like, yeah, and then what happens if you get rid of Melvin? You just give everything to Javante? What if Javante goes down? Touch wood for any of that. But uh, you still have Mike Boone. <laughs> touched everything. I touched everything. But like, you do still have Mike Boone. So I get it, but I don't know. Like, if you don't draw the line here, where do you draw the line? That's kind of my question. Like, it's three fumbles in three games. Mm-hmm. Like, it, are you just going to keep riding with him no matter what? There has to be a line somewhere. Really mm-hmm. quick, speaking of Mike Boone, we know we've seen him on the field, but remember how we talked about how he should be getting snaps mm-hmm. and, and touches and stuff? You guys know how many touches he has this year? Three. I don't, I don't remember. I would say two. He's got one. Uh, and a drop one catch for two yards and a drop okay so he's got essentially two targets but his offensive snaps have gone up first game five percent second game ten percent third third game 19 percent on offense so they are working him in there yep yep it'll be interesting to see if that goes up this week and melvin's goes down i just have to imagine internally you can't say this to the player because you can't have them thinking about it on every carry but internally there has to be someone saying if he does it one more time or we yeah. can't we can only afford this you know this whatever like there has to be there has to be or else you are failing the rest of your team we saw it with you know isaiah mckenzie eventually right. like enough was enough he's become something uh in buffalo and i'm happy for him in that regard but the broncos like couldn't keep putting him out there no. there's a, a, a and it's not melvin hasn't gotten to that level yet although in this small sample size of this year it is actually beyond that but there is a certain point where you just have to say enough is enough, you know, mercy. 
what if he lost all three fumbles? He lost the one in week one, which really cost him. He wouldn't have been able to lose two this past game because they happened on, no, were they the same drive? Yes, they were the same drive, right? I don't think so. No, okay, they well, then he would have been able to lose two. What, what if that happened? The Broncos lose this game. The fact that the ball bounced the right way is changing how you view this moving forward. It, it is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know what I would be saying. I would have yeah. said he's got to be done. Right. Um, and I don't know what they would be saying internally. Yeah. I really don't know like how a front office or coaching staff even discusses this. Yeah. But I assume there has to be a, a line and at it, some point. And I really defended Melvin this past year <laughs> and the year before with his fumbling problems because pretty much every running back in the league fumbles. Yep. He's just done it more in the past. But last year, he only did it once more than Javante. Mm-hmm. Three in three games, that is inexcusable isaiah mckenzie had six in six games and that wasn't even enough to get rid of him wow okay that's not good exactly plus like mental errors of stepping out of bat or staying inbounds when he should have stepped out of bounds which happened this sunday (laughs) (laughs) for him Um, in the end of the first half i believe and in the end of the game (sighs) brutal the bright Um, side if you want to flip things around isaiah mckenzie had three fumble recoveries in a six game span and a vacuum pretty solid there you go um Last one I'll say on this. Melvin Gordon leads the NFL in fumbles since 2013. What's notable about that is Melvin Gordon came into the league in 2015. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's tough. It's bad. Yeah, it really is. And obviously his three fumbles leads the NFL right now. Yes, of course. Next one from Nathaniel Thicket says... Among running backs. Among oh, running I think backs. it's tied with quarterbacks. I think okay. I think he's tied for the lead overall, too. Okay. Who else is up there? I'm trying to remember. Davis Mills I- had two. And against the Broncos. That's true. When Hank looks that up, I'll read this one from Nathaniel Thicket. It says, been a while since I left comments. I just wanted to stop in and let y'all know that I'm still here and listening daily. Formerly Thick Fangio. I was in pack it up and call it a season mode, even coming out with a dub Sunday night. I love, I both love and hate how listening to this pod can make me optimistic again. As someone who lives two hours from the ocean and my mom lives on the Gulf Coast in Florida, I almost never go, even when I'm down there. Lakes are hands down better. We should have just ended this pod before this comment. <laughs> make sure you go vote on the poll. <laughs> my least favorite part is that nobody even brings up Rivers. No. Yeah. Like, like yeah. nobody's even I mean, like, in yeah, and Rivers. 21%? Yeah. yeah. No, like, sorry, at least say, like, yeah, Rivers suck too. Like, just acknowledge us. <laughs> I think it has to do with like a lot of people live on, live near the ocean. A lot of people like live near lakes, mm-hmm. um, but rivers, like you wouldn't say like oh, I live near the Platte River. Definitely not. Not that river. No. <laughs> yeah. But even I, you would say I live near the Potomac River. I would say. Potomac mm. River is Fun. pretty Maybe wild. Like the most like, famous like, one in the states, though. Well, Mississippi. Yeah, we got the Missouri up there. Their rivers are built different. Like, <laughs> yeah. Colorado River is pretty big at certain points, but like you see the Potomac River, I'm like, that's just a moving lake. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. It is, yeah. It's huge. <laughs> but there's only certain parts where in like a river like that that you can actually do things. Yeah. Like, there's only certain areas where you can have a boat. There's only certain areas you what can swim. What do those swim. areas have in common with lakes? They the most still areas <laughs> yeah. of the river. <laughs> no. The Montana rivers are different. Montana <laughs> rivers are very different. I will say I saw my friends go on like a, like a, like a lake style boat, but down a river. That looked fun. <laughs> wow. There you go. He's, he's, he's giving a shout out to you, Hank. Matt Ryan 
Ah, uh, he sucks. Seven fumbles. No way. Seven fumbles. Oh wow. my yep. gosh. Randy Gregory is going to eat in eight days. <laughs> Holy yep. cow. Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield both have five. Flacco has four. Wow. And then there's like that group at three. And Melvin's the only running back yeah. at three. So among among non-quarterbacks, he leads the NFL. Renfro also has three. Renfro, wow. He had those two in overtime against the Cardinals. Mm, that's brutal. That's yeah. brutal. And he may not play this week. He didn't play last week. So, yeah. torn groin for Joey Bosa? That, that that was the official diagnosis? That was suck. How is he supposed to come back fast from that? Like, Brandon Sanders said he'll be back soon. It's like week to week. It's crazy. Meanwhile, In Herbert's like got four broken weeks. ribs. He's week to week. I think... There might need to be an investigation into the Los Angeles Chargers <laughs> medical team. Is Brandon? Oh, seriously, is Brandon Staley week for week? Maybe. Probably. Howler Bro Surf says, "My boys, the name may give it away, but open your eyes, not you, Zach. The ocean is far superior. You can do literally anything that you can do in a lake or a river, but bigger and better, plus more." Oceans allow you to surf, fish, swim, chill, listen to country music, if you're into that weird shit, and drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rivers are second. You can row, paddle, or float and actually get somewhere. Plus, yes. fly fishing is unmatched in a river. Lakes are fine and serviceable, but a clear last choice. I think this is the thing. I'm not trying to go anywhere. I'm happy where I am. That's like, you know, <laughs> that, that's what I want. If I'm going to a place, I want to be there. Too boring. Too boring. Missoula, yeah. like there's... It's probably like a two-hour float, hour and a half float. Just nice and simple. Everybody gets their tubes just after class. You just go float the river. Yep. Wow. Dude, they also steam- surf in that river. Done that in Steamboat. It's a great time. Yeah. Love it. But you can even do that. Like but Nobody's going to the lake in that situation. Even people that live in those areas are saying, like, haven't you been to, like, the piers in California? I'm like, yeah. Looking at the ocean is great. <laughs> just doing things in it isn't as good. <laughs> I disagree. Also, definitely producer of the best food. That one's undebatable. That is oceans. true. Producer of the best food. Like, yeah. of the three options, the food that comes out of the ocean oh, is yeah, better yeah, than the other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. There's good food in yeah, rivers yeah. and lakes, but yeah. got that yeah. one locked Wait, up. this comment, Val likes football, says, RK thinks getting older sucks, but also only likes things old people love. This is true. <laughs> he's, is he's true. He's pushing back I only like sports. Country music, whiskey. <laughs> Um, yeah, those those go well with sports. Old, <laughs> yeah. Your takes have become uh, old, old person like. Are lakes more people? Is that more of an old person? Thing? Definitely. It's Think of the be. people who it's go to the ocean. People be. have like lake they're houses. Like, all cool. They're yeah, like Baywatch. They like <laughs> sand in their pants. Yeah, sure. Weird shit. Drake said, "What about a bay? That's basically an ocean lake." I feel like a bay has to be in a lake or an ocean, though. Bays always seem super dirty yeah oh. a bay is like a dirty lake that's in the like ocean confined. yeah exactly wow. yeah up no, in montana no. the bays are clean all the water is clean yeah montana is a really montana. clean place yeah. no one Pure. lives there right, to exactly muck it up. i was gonna say <laughs> the chesapeake bay uh, certain areas weird. that are pretty gnarly it smells weird that's just that whole half of the country it's oh. true <laughs> too many people <laughs> well there's a lot of people yeah a lot of people um where did we leave off ps2 hey guys great team win but man it's getting hard to watch after every game we get new questions about this offense we still don't know what this offense is we could have seen an offense who could move the ball at will but had unfortunate results in the red zone and we have seen a team that uh could not move the ball at all i do believe this weekend we'll see more of what we saw in week one but hopefully we can capitalize on the red zone 
not only is the Raiders' defense bad, but the Broncos' offensive game plan for the Seahawks would be perfect for this defense. They have trouble stopping the run and always bite on play-action plays. They are very undisciplined in the screen game. I'll leave you all this last note. Do not underestimate the Raiders. They have good pieces and have played all of their opponents close. For some reason, Josh Jacobs always seems to play the best against the Broncos. In the five games he's played against the Broncos, he has 468 rushing yards and 102 carries and seven TDs. Yeah, you hope that stops this year because then that will take pressure off of mm-hmm. Derek Carr. That will take pressure off the offensive line, specifically those tackles. So and the Broncos' run D should be better. He mentioned screens. So when I was watching the Raiders game today, I started taking notes of what things work against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And I just ended up stopping because the answer was everything. Um, <laughs> but it, I, the first one I wrote was screens. Uh, screens were seeming to work. RPO really worked um mesh was working like i was i literally was just like okay well i can't write i'm gonna write down every offensive everything i love it that's great uh next one from dan brooks says hey guys so i'm not personally advocating for this move we'll see if he's personally advocating for it but considering (laughs) that the defense played well without simmons yes it was against jimmy g who doesn't test the ball downfield and the broncos (laughs) are going to going to looking for draft capital in the offseason how comfortable would you be with a Justin Simmons trade? What capital would we get for him? And what would you need to see from Stearns and Locke to make you feel okay with them as starters, assuming the Broncos don't draft or sign another player? Simmons will turn 29 in a few months and will have a pretty significant cap hit next season. George Payton knows better himself how safety play can decline. Anthony Harris looked like the best safety in the league at age 28, and two years later, he's on the Broncos' practice squad. What do y'all think? The question is, how comfortable would you be with a trade? I would be as comfortable as Dan Orlovsky when alone in a room with a woman. Oh, um, my goodness. Which is highly uncomfortable. Highly uncomfortable. I forgot um, about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget about that. Um, you can't, he's, a le- he's the leader of the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, to me, is what, what makes him different. It's not just a, a good player that you would be trading. It's the guy. I love Justin Simmons. I think you, you, you think about it now. Where I really hesitate is it's not like Kareem Jackson's exactly. going to be around forever. And then so you're not just replacing Justin Simmons. You're replacing both of those guys, and it does make me scared. Uh, but it's a safety position. If you can get... I mean, at least a first-round pick back. I mean, if you get a first and a second round back for Justin, and then you don't, then your draft is is safe again next year. Do you think about it? And the, the big thing is you get the cap space too. It cap space too, and yeah. that's that's why you like. What's there's a the price deal? for everybody. What's the deal? Uh, first and a second for Justin. You definitely think about it. Yeah, you have to. And I so so at first I'm like, no, Dan, you're you're crazy. But I you think about it. I I just. Maybe I'm too much of a fan of Justin Simmons. I think Justin Simmons is going to be like a really good player for way past mm-hmm. just 30 or 31 years old. So I think I think I'm not worried about him declining in a year or two. It is a good point about how some safeties do, uh, but Justin just plays the game differently. Where I think he's going to be fine. So I don't think it's you're trading the next two years. I think you'd be trading the next six years of Justin. Yeah. If you did trade Justin. You would save a little less than eight million dollars next year, and then eighteen million dollars the year after. Okay, yeah. The what are you doing with that money? Me. You already have Russ signed. Probably going and getting the safety. Bradley Chubb. <laughs> Bradley Chubb. Yeah, yeah. You might want. Yep. I mean, but you can sign Bradley Chubb and keep Justin Simmons. 
You can, yeah. but at some point you are like the cap we talk about. You can do whatever you want, so they could do that. You're right, Fair. but it, it's a point you're going to lose something. Yes, yes. At some point you have to say yep. goodbye to something. I would not advise doing it to the the defensive captain. George Payton's just yeah. not going to. I need, I'd that, need that multiple the, first. That yep. was the first thing he did when he got here. The first internal move he did, the first big move was that. Yep. Uh, next one from Cooking with Russ. Everything RK said is correct. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's it. Pot's <laughs> over. Wow. <laughs> Lakes are by far the best water, best body of water. You can't jump in the middle of the ocean because of sharks, which don't exist in lakes. Plus, the lake is by far the best place for a beer. Even though food in the oceans are far superior, you don't have to live next to the ocean to eat it. Great point. Mm, yeah, I mean, the food's better, so by an ocean. There you go. Also, yep. that's why oceans are great to sit in a, you know, a little like a restaurant near the beach and just look at the sunrise going down over. I, I, aren't we kind of taking all of these things into account when we're talking about them? Would you rather go on a lake vacation than an ocean vacation? <laughs> What's the lake? Uh, do you name your lake? Um... I don't know. It's a good question. So I'll do a, it would, it would, would you do a river vacation? I've never <laughs> been to like Lake Tahoe or like Lake Powell. That's true. Those do look really cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, vacation going to the ocean. Lo- Lake Como. Mm, yeah, yeah, Lake incredible. Como. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take I'll take the yeah. lake vacation. Okay, no. okay. I've done plenty of ocean. No. <laughs> also, I don't want to hear any argument about sharks. Like Why? it's not I, the shark does not factor into this conversation at all. Maybe for you. I think it definitely, the creatures of the ocean definitely factor in. I mean, what about the creatures around a lake? You're more (laughs) likely to get eaten by a bear at a lake than you are Uh, by a shark in the ocean. Yeah, but you're really likely to get some, like, pretty, like, out of all of the things, pretty likely to get stung by a jellyfish more than any of the other ones. Being stung by a jellyfish isn't that bad, (sighs) but you could also be, like, attacked by an eel or... You know, some... attacked by an eel. <laughs> what well, I classic um, attacked by eels? A barracuda. Okay, a pit of piranhas. We can't just name everything okay, but, in the ocean. But, but also in like a lake, unless you have a boat, which not everyone does, you're not just going into the middle of the lake and being dropped. Yes. Like yeah. you get to enjoy the ocean on the beach and in the shore, totally. not just being dropped in the oh. middle of nowhere <laughs> and having to float to stay alive. That's 300 my... foot waves. It's all <laughs> yes, dark. Exactly. Yeah. I just, when you go in the ocean and you're walking in, I love the feeling of the sand, but then you get like seaweed, you get stuff touching you and you're like, oh God, what is it? Is it's it just a jellyfish? It's pokey rocks and weird well, shit in my the lakes. Well, ideal is when you're in a lake in a boat and you just get to go Someone into Someone said like, they the... don't like the like slimy bottom of the lake. I think I love that. Oh. Don't be weird. Also, <laughs> yeah. swimmer's like itch. Like when there's like that like Nobody's brought up mud, swimmer's like... itch. What is that? You get in the lake, you wind up with a rash. Has, hasn't happened to me. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, I, like not like um, the like algae on rocks. I don't like that. I like when there's like clay on the bottom of the lake. Oh, uh, I don't know. If I've been be to a weird. clay lake. We used to call it Indian clay, but I don't know if that's uh, allowed. I don't think that's its technical name. Okay. So I don't think it's allowed. Yeah. So the red, the red clay. I don't yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Huh. When it's really, uh, it's yeah, really mushy. Yeah, it yeah, feels great yeah, on your yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little. Uh, it's like you went to a spa for your feet. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Last one from H Town Bronco. I can't believe this has gone on for I two know, whole shows. I know. It's hard not to get negative about the Broncos based off the last five years and the start of this year. But one thing I've forgotten <laughs> is I reminded myself of yesterday. The Broncos, by way of Russell Wilson, have the Lord Jesus Christ on their side. The Broncos can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. <laughs> Here's to us finally winning close games through the great power of the Lord. Hey, it worked for Tim. 
It worked for Tim better than anyone ever. Yes. Cheers, boys. I said it in jest, but it's also very real. I can feel it. Russell's faith is the savior we all needed. Praise be to God. Amen. As it is. We'll take what we can get. God's <laughs> yes. up there picking Amen. winners. Absolutely. <laughs> pray for points. Nothing better than that SNL skit with Tebow. What was the? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's Jesus in the locker yes, room. Yes, <laughs> yes. That the so only good. way to explain that is divine intervention. Yes, seriously. Wow. The so only I, way. I was believing, man. <laughs> I, I straight up, straight up. What a season. Yes, it we really was. We did all the comments. We did. Good. And if you, I didn't think there was a chance. <laughs> I mean, it's been what is it? An hour thirty-two. Yeah. It's been the reg lately. Yeah. Can't yeah. plan for anything else on no. my schedule. We give our fans, you know. <laughs> 50% more content than anyone else at DNVR. It's true. There so we go. <laughs> at least. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you believe in us, mm. hit us with a thumbs up ah, on your way out. Yes. We appreciate that. We appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. We appreciate lakes, rivers, and oceans. We love you. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Speak for yourself. Take you back.